G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Ashley, welcome back to 2020. Uh, Thank you, Neil. It's good to be with you and good morning, listeners. Ashley, sometimes it tends to be the case that people don't always connect the dots uh, between some of the really, really almost horrendous issues that we occasionally talk about and some of the things that are being touted in our parliaments around the states and sometimes federally, uh, that try to change the way that we've known things that have worked well in the past. Uh, Let's talk about uh, this issue, euthanasia, and the connection to elder abuse in Australia. You've been following along this and even making submissions. Yes, that's right. So the Australian Law Reform Commission was asked to uh, uh, investigate the incidence of elder abuse in Australia, and they called on submissions. We made a submission to that inquiry, And one of the connections that we made in our submission was what I would consider the ultimate elder abuse of uh, if uh, euthanasia is legalised in any state or territory of Australia, that uh, it really isn't um, hard to imagine that from, I guess, abuse being the form of pressuring mum or dad to sell their property, the pressure to think that Uh, maybe the best thing I can do for everybody is just end my life and get out of here. And uh, we're really concerned. One of the things that uh, identity politics finds really hard to do is to marry two different concerns. For example, uh, those who would be um, part of this identity politics, as it's being called, would say, we've got to stamp out elder abuse. But many of these would also say, we've got to support the right to euthanasia. And the question is, what about the link What about the link when you legalise killing somebody um, to being the ultimate form of elder abuse? Now, it's nice to think that everybody has wonderful motives in families, but I guess if we just think about that uh, a little bit more deeply, it's not always going to be the case. And This idea of inheritance impatience, uh, the idea of, uh, you know, I can't wait for the inheritance, we better knock off mum or dad or grandma, grandpa. grandpa. Uh, your ideas on this idea of inheritance impatience, this is something that is emerging as a, a hot topic of discussion, Ashley. Uh, yes, it is. But we need to remember that it's not new because there's a story that Jesus told about a son who went to his father and said, I'm not willing to wait for you to die. Uh, I want my share of the inheritance now. What he was basically saying is, I wish you were dead. And so it's nothing new, but at the same time, we need to be aware that the incidence of it is growing and it's a growing aspect of the way in which, um, sadly, children or grandchildren can abuse their parents and uh, and almost wish that they were gone because I, I need my inheritance now. Thank you very much. Ashley, you're making a submission to the Australian Law Reform Commission. They're investigating this matter now. Are they taking a lot of submissions? Uh, Is yours one of many? Uh, Is this something that there are a lot of people agitating for euthanasia, that they're making submissions and and trying to influence the way uh, findings might come from that Australian Law Reform Commission? 
Uh, I would imagine that there would be many submissions made on the question of elder abuse. I don't suspect that many of those would draw the link that we have to euthanasia. Uh, many of those people who would be making submissions would be rightly concerned about the incidence of elder abuse. There's not very, there's not very many studies of what the incidence of it is like in Australia. If we base it on what happens overseas, the overseas studies indicate that between 2% and 10% of older people will suffer some form of elder abuse in every year. Now, that, that's an amazingly high number. In Tasmania, the um, Council of the Aging estimates that in Tasmania it's about 3%, but they also believe that a lot of it goes unreported. Th th this is something for which... Um, any pro-family organisation should be concerned. It's something for which any Christ follower should be concerned and we need to, we need to speak into this space and we need to pray into this space. Uh, and certainly every elderly person uh, who has children who, uh, and you know, it'd be nice to think that everybody could trust the motives of their children, uh, but uh, every elderly person ought to be very, very concerned about that. Uh, yeah. Going back to 1978, I know that's a long time ago, but uh, my very first foray into courts involved an inquest when a lady died in a hospital uh, after surgery. And as the evidence came out uh, about what happened, uh, one of the nurses even talked about the fact that he was the old lady uh, in the bed recovering from surgery while her children were having an argument next to her bed, arguing who's not going to look after mum when she comes out of hospital. I mean, it, it, is, it is just amazing. It's horrible. And just the instance uh, of the number of elderly who are put into aged care, perhaps even prematurely, might indicate uh, that there are uh, a detachment between children and care for parents. This is something that's really right throughout our culture, Ashley. Uh, it's part of the breakdown of the wider family. And uh, historically, uh, what's happened is that uh, the reason that I need children is because I need them to look after me in my old age. And, uh, and yet we've gone beyond that. And so, sadly, for some people, I would even go so far as to say for many people, instead of looking on older people as a source of wisdom, as a source of strength, as a source of um, uh, having confidence in the future because of the strengths of the past, older people are in a very vulnerable position and being marginalised. It's really, really terrible. Now, submissions to that Australian Law Reform Commission investigation, they were, that closed last Monday. Uh, do you know when the findings or the report uh, from that commission is likely to be handed down? No, I don't, Neil, but I will be keeping an eye on that and uh, I'll let you and your listeners know uh, when we know more about that report. Now, another issue, and one worthy of significant celebration, and uh, there's almost been some uh, champagne cork-popping, uh, I guess, in the state of Queensland over the Pine abortion bills uh, being withdrawn this week, uh, and uh, that's been seen as something of a win for pro-lifers who've been really, really agitating very heavily for people to understand the the significance of what those bills meant in the state of Queensland. You've got some ongoing further concerns about uh, the fact that there could be uh, a, a backlash even uh, with uh, the way that this matter has been referred to the Queensland Law Reform Commission. What are your concerns about these bills, Ashley? Uh, my, con my concern is that the uh, government, having referred the matter to the Law Reform Commission, um, it is possible and perhaps even likely 
that the Law Reform Commission will produce a report that sets a legal framework within which they might argue that um, abortion not only could but perhaps should be legalised in Queensland. Uh, we've certainly had it from the, um, uh, from the government that um, some indication that if they're re-elected at the next uh, election that they will act on this matter and that they will introduce uh, a bill um, to, uh, to legalise uh, abortion. And uh, I just have very grave concerns that we need to speak up for those who don't have a voice. And if elderly people are vulnerable in our society, even more vulnerable uh, are the unborn children, and we need to give a voice uh, to concern in their interests. From time to time, when there are committees who are investigating these issues, there is a call for submissions and those sorts of things. Uh, when you have bills like this uh, referred to a, a law reform commission, as is happening there in Queensland, how do you make a contribution to how that outcome might uh, might eventuate? Uh, certainly, the law reform commissions in different states and the federal one will, from time to time, call on submissions, and we're certainly following what will happen with the Queensland Law Reform Commission referral on this matter. And uh, if submissions are invited, we'll certainly be making a submission. And I'd urge uh, your listeners to pay attention to uh, what might be happening and uh, they might uh, be so minded to make a submission when they're called for. And Ashley, while there is a serious note on that, while there has been a referral to the Queensland Law Reform Commission, it is still, uh, is it not, a significant uh, time for celebration for those who have taken a pro-life stance uh, to know that what was looming over the state of Queensland, very, very serious uh, changes, uh, abortion reform, uh, that that is now, there is a reprieve. It is a time for celebration, isn't it? Uh, yes, that's right. And uh, and certainly all of those 55,000 plus people who signed uh, a petition and presented that to the Parliament, uh, every one of those 55,000 plus people should be celebrating that um, the lives of some unborn children are being saved even now. Well, Ashley, great getting your insights as usual. And uh, we'll do these regular updates each Thursday. Uh, we'll be chatting with Ashley Saunders, National Director of Family Voice Australia. And as uh, listeners are aware, you're uh, very capable of making a very strong case when it comes to uh, issues like we've been talking about today, pro-life issues on this issue that's heating up around the nation in some states and uh, particularly the nation of Victoria. We'll be talking about this issue of euthanasia. But connecting the dots and recognising uh, the ultimate elder abuse uh, would be euthanasia and the idea of inheritance impatience, joining the dots between people's attitudes to their parents and likely inheritances and, of course, all of these other pro-life issues that we can talk about, including uh, issues to do with abortion. Ashley, just great getting your insights once again today. Thank you so much for sharing these thoughts with our listeners. Uh, no worries, Neil. It's good to be with you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.